Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hi, everybody. How are you? I hope you're all having a great day today. Um, Here we are for another edition of More. And today we're going to talk a little bit about how to have more control over your circumstances. Um, I'm going to start another book here soon, but I wanted to do this podcast and maybe a couple other little things. And then I might be starting a new book. So I'm just going to kind of go with how I feel and what's happening each day and some of the feedback that I get from people and go from that. So I wanted to start talking today about how valuable, important, and capable every one of you are. Um, truly, every single person out there brings value to the world. And we're so blessed to have people around us to help us learn and grow. Um, I When I think about my kids, each of my kids... Um, it's kind of kind of a family joke that whenever I talk about my kids, I cry because um, they just bring so much to our lives, and I'm just so grateful for each one of them. And and it's almost like they always want having this competition: who's the favorite? Um, but honestly, there's just no way of picking a favorite. You just love each one of your children with so. You know, you've heard the mama bear syndrome and all that, and you just don't know how to explain it. So all of you have a mother. Like, there's nobody that doesn't have a mother. And your mothers love you so much. And someone raised you, and maybe it's a surrogate mother or a grandmother or or whatever. Somebody's raising you, and they love you so, so much. Um, I think about, I talk to my students sometimes, and if I were on this side of the room and there was a fire that broke out and I needed to run into the fire, get my child and take him out on the other side of the room. I would do it. I would do it. Like, I don't think there's even a mother out there that wouldn't. And sometimes, you know, you hear the mama bear syndrome of like, don't get around mama and her babies, you know, because the mama's going to protect those babies. And it doesn't matter how old you get or how, your life is the mom is just always out there protecting her children. And so I just want you to know that like all of you are loved like that so deeply. And, um, and so I want you to know that I also believe that there's a God and we've talked about that before and that God loves you and that I believe that God even loves you more than your mom or your dad or your grandparents or whoever has raised you or whatever. I mean, we, even God loves us more than that, which we can't actually comprehend. But so we have people, we have cheerleaders out there cheering for us. Um, and so I want you to know that you have value and that that value, because of that value, each of it, each of you are here for a reason. You're here on this earth, you're in your school, you're in your family, you're in your job, you're in your apartment, whatever it is, you are there for a reason. And you need to take control of your life and make it happen. And you have the power to create your life. So you can have peace, you can have joy, you can have money, you can have 
great relationships. You can have great experiences, awesome opportunities. You can achieve and reach goals. You can have anything that you want. Um, but you have to learn that you are a creator of your life. You are creating your life and you need to create it by design and on purpose. So I want you to think about a situation where you feel that you are acted upon instead of acting for yourself, where you were not the creator, where you maybe a situation where you like let somebody else take control and you just followed and you didn't do what you knew that you should have. I think it happens to all of us all the time. Here are some maybe scenarios. You might have negative thoughts about yourself or even other people that you're around. Like you complain constantly about the people that are around you. Maybe you don't feel like you're talented enough or you're not good enough at school. You're not good enough at sports. You're not good enough at, at all the things things that we do in life, you know, that we're just not good enough, our musical situations or, or just even being a friend or being a daughter or a sister or brother or mother or whatever, you, you, you don't feel good enough. Um, I think this is a one that catches me and I think it catches a lot of people, but you don't feel like you've maybe been blessed with great situations as other people. Everybody else has such a perfect situation, but yours Yours is difficult, right? Maybe your job's not what you want it to be. You're not getting paid enough or you don't have enough hours or you don't have a good job or, you know, or maybe your family or the people that you live with, they're not treating you like you should be treated or they don't respect you. Um, You don't have friends. Maybe you don't even feel like you have friends. You don't have opportunities. Um, Other people always get to they always win the lottery, right? They always win the game. They always make the team and you never do. Maybe you don't feel like you're needed by anybody or invited by anybody or wanted. Um, one of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast is because I feel that this keeps coming up over and over. And I feel like peep kids, kids are kind of going towards kids on this podcast, but I know a lot of moms listen to this podcast too, but it doesn't matter how old you are. We all feel like we don't have maybe a friend. I know in school, so many kids feel like everybody else has friends, but nobody calls them. This has happened to me over and over and over again in teaching school. You know, they'll say, I don't have a friend. Nobody, nobody calls me. Everybody else goes to the game and they all go to the game and they go do things together or they go bowling or they go do all the things that they do or they go to the movies, but nobody ever calls me. Um, I don't have friends. People don't care about me. Um, I can't tell you how many times I hear that. I hear that more than I don't. And in reality, reality is that there are people that have friends. There really are. We have a neighbor and, um, who's around my son's age and he has a gazillion friends and he's always out with all of his friends all the time. He's never short of something to do and some friend to do it with. Right? So there are some people like that. But the majority of people are just kind of on their own and looking to see if anybody will call them. I mean, it happens to everybody. It happened to me and my husband when we first married. I mean, it happened to me all the time. You know, it just happens. I remember when we were first married, we would be like, we'd want to go to do something. We're kind of, it was just, we didn't been married, want to go do something with friends, do something, have create some kind of social life. So we're like, no, you call. And so we found these friends, right? Okay, let me go back a little bit. We found these friends 
and we were just brand new friends with them, but we didn't know how they felt about us or whatever. And we wanted to hang out with them, but we didn't know if they wanted to hang out with us. And so we're married doing this. And we're like, so we would be back and forth with me and my husband. We'd be like, no, you call, you call them, see if they want to do something. Then I would say that to my husband. He'd say, no, you call. And we'd be back and forth. Like, right. We never even wanted to call our friends and we're married. Right. And so this is, this is very normal. Um, and it's very, I talk to students and people all the time and they all often don't feel like they're included in a group or they have a group. Um, and then that's one of the reasons why I did my podcast with Kylie. If you want to go back and listen to the interview with Kylie, is she makes things happen for herself because she felt like that. Everybody feels like that. So if you take this scenario where you feel like you're being acted upon instead of acting for yourself, think about it. Do you believe these things about your life? Do you actually believe that, yeah, nobody really wants me? Not at all. And do you sit and think on them? Do you dwell on them? And then do you let them affect your mood? Do you let them affect how you inter interact with others? Like you might say, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go because nobody wants me there anyway, so I might as well. And I'm not going to say anything. People don't care what I have to say. I mean, I do this with my own family. How crazy is that? We all do it, right? I like to say, well, nobody, my family kind of teases me and makes fun of me. And so I think in a loving way, but like sometimes I take it to heart, which I shouldn't, right? But they're, and so then I'll say, well, they don't really care what I think, so I'm not going to say anything, right? So this is sometimes our response and how we react to situations that come our way. Do any of you feel like maybe you're in that boat? Think about anything, any situation where you might be in this area where you are being acted upon instead of acting for yourself. So how you're being acted upon is you're choosing things because of what other people do. You know, you're not, you're not willing to get involved or do anything because other people, you're just sure that you're not good enough or you don't fit in or something like that. So when these kind of things happen, there's a law, it's called the law of non-resistance and how the law, I think I've, I think I've said this before, but it's worth saying multiple times because it's like in school and everything else, church, it doesn't matter what we do. We have to hear things multiple times, right? So, um, the law of non-resistance, the idea is, let's say you had a big rock, like a really big rock, such a big rock that you couldn't even lift it. Like you'd have to get a big machine, right? To lift it. Let's say you set it right in the middle of the river and the water going down. The water is going to go down and literally not even notice that the rock was even there. It just like hits it and keeps on moving. It doesn't even affect it. And I think we need to do more of that. Like I think, I know at least with myself and I know other people do too, like we sit and dwell on all of the things that aren't going right for our life and um, how we don't fit in or we don't have friends or whatever, whatever the situation is, we, we dwell on it and we think about it and think about it instead of letting that, whatever that thing happens. So let's say Friday night and, you know, you don't have anybody to go do anything with. Just let that go on by and come up with your own plan or do something with your family or do your homework or, I mean, whatever. 
I mean, you have to kind of create those experiences, but we have to realize that we are in control. You can sit there and we can complain and whine and cry about our situations, or we can make something happen with our life. And okay, and that's what I love about Kylie. That's why I did that interview, because that's what she does, right? Um, my daughter taught me how to mountain bike, and um, she loves it, and I love it too. And with mountain biking, you're on the trail, and there's a lot of rocks on the trail. And so when you're biking, she told me, you have to look ahead of you when you're biking, because your bike is, your wheels, they just, they're, bi- they're built, mountain bikes are built to go over those rocks, and your wheels are going to go over those rocks. And so you just, as long as you're focusing ahead and not on those rocks, you'll be fine. But if you focus on the rocks and every time, then you're going to get all hung up all the time and you're going to fall. And so that's kind of how life is. We need to focus not on the difficulties that we have, but on the things that we want. Okay. So do we, do we write down what we do want, what we have, what we can achieve? Are we thinking about that? Are we thinking about the things that we can accomplish you know, and not comparing ourselves to others and looking at what we do have instead of all the things that we don't. So now go back and look at that um, thing that you felt like you were controlled by that we talked about. Um, How you see those situations affects what you say and how you feel in that moment, right? So let's say you're feeling bad and you feel like nobody, nobody wants to hang out with you this this weekend. And so when you see that before it even happens, then you, then, I mean, you're creating it. You see that before it happens. And then you say things like, yeah, what are you doing this weekend? Or, I mean, you create scenarios right around it because you know, you've already predicted what it's going to happen. And so we have to learn that what we see in our mind affects what we say and it affects what we feel and that controls what we do. Okay. So we have to learn to see things differently. We have to create new feelings, thoughts, and words. You have to be proactive and create your life by design. And sometimes you're going to say, yeah, but really my situation, it really is difficult. It's hard. Look, come and look at it. Come and come and see how my situation is. Okay. That's how you're seeing your circumstance, right? You are seeing your circumstance in a negative way. I got a lot of these ideas from a podcast that I listened to by a a girl named Brooke Snow, and she lives in my valley. And and she told this story of how she was sitting in college, and she was sitting there, and some people were speaking, and she was sitting there thinking, I'm never going to get my dream life. You know, I want to get married. Nobody wants to marry me. I don't have any, I've never, I never go on dates. I don't have this situation. Nothing's going right. I'm never going to have married, get married. I'm never going to have kids. I'm not going to have all the dreams that I want for my life. And she's sitting there dwelling on it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And here she's supposed to be listening to some class that she was in. Right. And, um, then the speaker said something to her, said something and it, it hit her. And then he said, if you don't like the way you are feeling, change the way you are thinking. Okay. That is worth repeating. If you don't like the way you are feeling, change the way you are thinking. Our thoughts have a strong effect on our feelings. 
and we can choose our thoughts. Um, and then also like think about the enticements for good or bad. Don't start with big or events or decisions. They start with small things. It's like, it's the little small things that make all the difference, not the major things. You know, it's not like you suddenly make a college soccer player. I mean, it's all the little tiny things along the way that make the big things happen. Um, And remember, look, we can't always control every situation. I mean, we wish that we could control our situations, but we can't control every single situation. But we always retain the power to create our response to the situations that we have. Easier said than done, I know, but that's what we need to work on if we want to have a rich and happy life. Um, Victor Frankl said this, and he was, you know, a in the concentration camps in during World War II, and he was stuck, you know, and he was one of the most famous people for um, overcoming a difficult, challenging circumstance with his mind, basically. And he said, between stimulus and response, and stimulus is whatever happens, between whatever happens and the response that you create, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And it's not easy, but it's worth it. And that's what we need to do. So there's something that, um, and you know, I want to thank Brooke Snow for her podcast because a lot of um, the ideas from this particular podcast podcast came from her. And so I wanted to credit her. But, um, you know, something that you can do to create the life you want by design is through affirmations. And affirmations are basically I am statements. And they're all over. Everyone's talking about affirmations. But we, we do affirmations constantly. And so often... We do negative affirmations like, I'm so stupid, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm lazy, I'm not a good student, I can't, I'm not, I am not able to do it, or I'm not willing to do it, or whatever. I mean, you might be thinking about that right now, like, uh, I'm not going to do all this that she's talking about, I'm not going to do it, right? Those are all I am statements. And I, I have a little group that we meet together and talk about some of this stuff, and we're always trying to catch ourselves in an I am statement, like saying... I am and something negative, you know, and we have to stop ourselves from doing that because when we say those things, we immediately create an image in our head of what we just said. And then that feeling creates. So listen to these. I am statements. I'm calm. I'm patient. I'm going to get a good score on the test. I'm smart. I'm needed on my soccer team. I can study and learn. I can find a friend who needs me and who I need them. So just notice how you feel, the difference in how you feel between the two I am statements. So I think sometimes people feel like when they say an I am statement, like they feel like maybe they're lying, you know? But it's not, it's not true. And, and people say, well, I'm going to say it when I get there. But what you don't realize is saying those things to yourself is what gets you there. So can I say that again? We, we say to ourselves, well, I'm going to say those positive things like I'm smart in math or I am, I have a lot of friends or I am, I have a great, I'm going to get asked on a date this week or whatever. We say, we feel like we're lying to ourselves, 
But saying those things are what get you there. They aren't lying. They are using your creative powers. So I challenge you this week to find 10 creative statements. Write them down. Come up with them about the thing that you think so negatively about yourself, about your situation, or about whatever it is that you have created the scenario of, you know, you can't do. So sit and, I mean, it's hard enough. It's hard even to think of the am statements. Write them down and say them to yourself. And say them in a positive way. And see if your life, if this doesn't help your life. Because I am going to promise you that affirmations are powerful tools. You must change how you think and how you speak to create the life that you've dreamed of. So I hope you've had a great week. I hope you've liked this podcast. I hope it's given you food for thought. And I will see you again next week on the next podcast. Please share it. We're almost to 2,000 listens. And so we're creating more and more listeners. And we've got almost 2,000 people who have listened once. I mean, 2,000 listens. So if you've listened to it more than once, then you're, you know, more than once. But we're getting people all over the nation and all over the world. And it's just so fun to watch. And I just appreciate it.